Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Halloween is approaching. We love Halloween here. At least on this show, everybody love Halloween? Ooh, yeah. yeah. No, wow, I, I mean, the I'm overwhelming response is... <laughs> I'm here for it. Okay. All right. Well, we have some weird news out of SAG-AFTRA. Yeah. So, honestly, this one doesn't quite make sense. I want to be supportive. I want uh, actors to sit down and meet with their counterparts at the AMTPT so they can get back PTPPPPPPPP. But this headline made me think y'all have lost your dang minds and by that i mean from the hollywood reporter <clears throat> maybe you've heard this by now barbie banned striking actors given strict halloween costume rules what? under newly announced halloween costume rules from sag aftra being seen online dressing as popular tv and movie characters is prohibited god <laughs> so guys, stupid this is not like you guys, I, I just I don't even want to make bad analogies. This is not acceptable. It's Halloween. And please let all these people who are, let's be honest, the people that are barely making any money in the industry anyway, they can't let loose on Halloween. Yeah, it's not going to make gonna... somebody go see the Barbie movie like, oh, what's this? Well, and also, like, could you just treat your actors, your union members as grown-ass adults meaning i think they understand and i'm assuming that margot robbie wasn't planning on trick-or-treating as barbie this year uh or putting up a bunch of pictures of her as barbie saying look at me i'm barbie five minutes after she did a movie called barbie which is also struck work so therefore i'm saying i don't think the actors involved in the projects uh that were struck would end up dressing as their characters Anybody else who dresses up as Barbie, that, I'm sorry, you can't, that's not, don't do that. Don't, don't you don't want to be seen in that, like, as that guy. This is really just kind of like, you know, whenever you're in school and you play sports or you're a cheerleader, it's like, don't you go out and do bad things in your uniform now outside of school because you're representing the school, you know? Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Just something really petty like that. And it's, no, like, it's totally petty. I am. I am a student right now, but I also am a human being. I just think that everybody should dress as John Wick and then what? say it's John Wick Chapter Three because this year Chapter Four came out. Oh, so you're saying it's not technically. Yeah, if they go, work. hey, what are you doing there? Because he's always wearing a black suit. With a black tie and a white shirt, usually they just everybody or should just, just say, all dress as John. Aren't you Wick. John Wick? And you're like, no, I'm Bond Bick. I'm Don Schmick. Yeah. Right. Like, are you Barbie? No, I'm Schmarby. God. Like, if you're gonna be petty about it, I think people can be petty in return. I will say though that uh, guild members were told yesterday to quote choose. This is what the the actual verbiage from yeah. the union. 
uh, the guild rather, to choose costumes inspired by generalized characters and figures. Ghost, zombie, spider, etc. Spiders, etc. That's what I'm going to be. Spiders, etc. I'm going to be a spider and then put a bunch of little spiders around yeah. me that are the etc. spiders. Uh, members can dress up as characters from non-struck content, like an animated TV show. Marvel hero superheroes, however, are not uh, allowed despite having comic book roots because they're owned by Disney. Even among uh, the most fervent union supporters, they have basically revolted online. Many of them saying things like Mandy Moore, including, is this a joke? Come on, SAG-AFTRA. (laughs) This is what's important. We're asking you to negotiate in good faith on our behalf. So many folks across the aspect of this industry have been sacrificing for months. Go back to the table Mm -hmm. and get a fair deal so everyone can go back to work. Oh, my gosh. Did she say all that? Mandy Moore? Good for her. What I think is hilarious about that is, you'll remember, this is kind of a, like, they owned themselves here. This was a, a very obvious foul. Because what was the story we were saying about SAG-AFTRA like two days ago? George Clooney, A-list celebrities were meeting with the union to get things done. And it kind of backfired on those A-list celebrities, yeah. right? The union was like, nice try. Go but back let and us handle this. be A-list celebrities. This is our job. Right. And so they kind of were in the positive and now, like, I don't then know. they're like, and another thing, you can't dress for Halloween. We're going to take your your holiday away. Oh, yeah. Plus, you know, maybe you're just planning on going out as, you know, somebody from a movie and you you don't have any control over who's photographing you. Like, so you're walking down the street. Well, yeah, that's a, presumably why like, they're saying don't that? dress that way because you could be caught and then, in flagrante. What is it in? In bubbly? In? No, what am I? Flagrante? In flagrante. Libido in it's a Roman thing, oh. a Latin. Oh, the Roman Empire. No, 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 not the Roman Empire. <laughs> well, it's like a Latin, like delicto. What is it? I'll figure it out. Anyway, <laughs> the moral of the story is you're just going to be walking through the street and somebody's like, Barbie, I get just, a photo quick. <laughs> I just think that everybody should call, not everybody here, but just all the SAG after members just to sort of like, if you're going to tell us this, then we're going to ask a lot of questions. They should all call and say, can I be somebody from Elemental? And then the phone rings again, like, can I be someone from Paw Patrol? Yeah. And just keep just do it. calling. In the very act of wrongdoing, it's in flagrante delicto. Oh. Uh, in the act of wrongdoing, it, it does have a sexual connotation sometimes, too. Like, you got caught in the act. Oh. Like, if you were having an affair. In flagrante delicto. delicto. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, well, anyway, I just love the idea of like somebody you're going to show up at a party. There, there, somebody's going to open a door from like Fran Drescher goes to a party and she opens a door and there's like a bunch of people dressed. It's in Heidi Klum's struck, party struck and she's work. like, "What are you doing?" And there's just a big record scratch. And yeah, she's like, ah! and it's it's Fran. I think maybe everybody should just be Fran Drescher. <laughs> there you go. Oh, That's God. not struck work. No, it isn't. Oh my god! A week from Wednesday, I just can't wait for the blind item or for the dirt alerts because it's going to be like Margot Robbie was seen dressed as Spider Woman yeah. or whatever. This a list actress. Oh yeah, they're going to be funny ones. Like they're mm-hmm. going to literally take that spiders etc. I know somebody's going to do that. <laughs> Somebody is going to do, and they're going to be some pretty hilarious costumes out there. So it's all for our benefit. Mm. Yes. What are you going to be for <sighs> Halloween? 
Me? Yeah, you. This is it, baby. Oh, hello, baby. Are you dressing up for Halloween? (laughs) Do you Um, usually dress up? Sometimes I do. Yeah, some, uh, I have the Wicked Witch costume on yeah, hand at any well, time. But it is labor intensive. That's just a part of you at this point. It is, but the the makeup is is kind of labor intensive. Yeah. So what are you going to do this year? Um, I'm not sure. I'm trying to make plans. Okay. Right now, well, I'm going to wait until after the show. Yeah. You mean today after the show? Yeah, today. Okay. After and then the you're going to make plans after the show for the what show. your Halloween is going to. Yes. Okay. But right now I'm going to make plans for after the show. Got got it. Mike, what do you do you dress up for Halloween? Mm, nope. Yeah. I decorate for Christmas. Maybe we'll do, we could do like a little group costume. We could. I've yeah, I, ever since I We used to do that. Yeah, my roommates and I used what? to do group. My roommates and I used to do group. Oh, have group. you not seen Mike's costumes? Yeah, he just showed me yesterday yeah. with you in the room. I didn't know I didn't remember if you were in the room. Uh remembered that experience. Yeah. But yeah, he uh showed us three straight years we were Adam's family. Adam's family is a big group costume. Uh, the Willy Wonka uh, group. That's right. He was That's Augustus when I was Gloop. sexy Augustus Gloop, and then uh, also Clue. Sexy Gloop. I was uh, sexy Colonel Mustard that year. Oh. What threesome could we recreate? Um. Something from Blind Item World. Yeah. Maybe. Could we do blind item costumes? That would be kind of fun. Okay. And people have to guess the blind item based on us. Mm. Now this mm. is an idea. All right. Let's we'll do this after it. the show. Expense it. Yeah, we're oh, turning some receipts we'll to just be make Arthur. paper costumes. It'll be okay. fine. <laughs> we get real crafty. Paper plates. Here. When we come back here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn from paper costumes to another story, but I'm having technical difficulties. Oh, crim. Are we doing crim? I think so. Yeah, I think we're doing crim. Yeah, crim. When we come back, that's Croy Bierman and Kim Zolciak Bierman when we return right here on My Talk 1071. I have some exciting news to share. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. They have a deal going on right now that is just unbelievable. It is six months free of your personalized program if you mention me. These are doctor-recommended programs, and Livia, you can trust them. I lost weight with them, and they have been doing this for 14 years, changing people's lives. If you're unhappy with your weight and you just don't know how to get your weight down, this program is great because I didn't count calories. Uh, I didn't feel like I was starving. They basically take your lifestyle, and then they look at um, you know when you're eating, how much you're sleeping, uh, what you're eating, and then they give you tweaks to that, and it's amazing how easy it is to lose weight with Livia. So once again, it's six months free and it only goes until tomorrow. So call today 855-GO-LIVIA or Livia.com. Please call today because this offer is ending tomorrow. Six months free for Livia Weight Control Centers. My talk 1071. Thanks for being with us on this Friday. It's Bradley and Dawn and Mike Ganger here, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. A couple that has interested us for many, many months now is the uh, never-ending divorce of Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman. We call them Krim together. Are, are they getting divorced? Or are they not getting divorced? They're getting divorced. Wait, are they getting divorced? I think most recently they are getting divorced, but are they selling their home? I don't think they're selling their home. They should sell their home, but wait, they are selling their home. Oh my God, it's a con. Constant roller coaster with these two. One thing we do know, though, is that they're always calling the cops. They are. And in fact, but wait, there's more. Remember how I think you were gone and there was some new footage that came out from a 911 call where Croy had barricaded himself in a bathroom 
And Kim was there and the police were like, can you guys just figure it out? Because I don't feel safe. Literally, the police officer was like, I don't feel safe in this situation. And when the police officer, which, by the way, they're carrying weapons, don't feel safe, you, you guys need to calm down. Something you need to go to your corners. You need to not be on the same property. Whatever it is, we need to stop this because Dawn, quote, broke my nails. That's what she said of Croy after Croy said kicked and scratched and slapped. Now, that's what he's alleging she did. Kicked, scratched, slapped. In the sixth call and seventh call that happened at the end of last month, which we are now finding out about thanks to Radar because I will tell you, Radar is always on top of the 911 calls with these two. They're mm-hmm. the ones that have always they come are. up with that video. So whoever's leaking from inside the Georgia, whatever uh, jurisdiction they're in, police the department. Police department. Yeah. And I wanted to just read you like this is this is more than what we've heard up to this point. Okay. So allegedly the latest incident occurred at about three in the afternoon when he calls 911 and says that she had barricaded herself in a room, which this is a behavior. They both they seem do to this. do this, right? Yes, like yes. she locks herself in a room. He locks himself in a room. This time she allegedly did. Uh, he's calling 911 and says the following, or well, the dispatcher police people are talking back and forth. Wife is attacking him, kicking him, said the notes from the police log. RP, that's the reporting person, presumably mm-hmm. Croy, says that femme, female, has locked herself in the room that she isn't supposed to be in. Also, Excuse like me? they're both in the house that they own. Yeah. Are, what? She's what not is, like, allowed to be This aware. is my line. Don't cross the line. Ooh. Like, what is this? Like, Punky Brewster uh, or Different Strokes episode where Willis <laughs> oh and God. Arnold are fighting over who gets to use what side of their room? Sure. That was an actual thing, by the way. Um. The log then indicates that Kim, get this, bolts from the room in a white Range Rover and was labeled as an actual suspect on the run wearing a black top and a robe. What? The police department indicates. I laugh because I got in her vehicle while the police were there and drove away. Yeah. This is after she allegedly slapped and kicked him. And then she like flew out of the house. Maybe. The police documents indicate that the call, which did not generate a full-blown police report, which I'm like, why? What? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest-growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Can you guys just hold these people accountable for wasting county resources or whatever resources Thank are being you. wasted? And by the way, our listeners' time. 
Although you're welcome because we can't with these two. The gossip is too much. Sadly, the uh, sadly as Radar says, the officers noted the couple's trauma. T- oh, this is the worst. The couple's traumatized children were around the house at the time of the incident. Mm-hmm. Then she calls back to 911 minutes after officers left the scene. So she must have hoofed it back in her. What did I say? She was in Range, Range Rover. Rover. Sell this, that thing. This time. <laughs> yeah, she needs to sell Pay off car. your debts with the Range Rover. Get a bus pass, girl. This time accusing Bierman of domestic violence, according to a heavily redacted dispatch log obtained by Radar yes. Online. Quote, caller statement. Police department just left. I went to my storage space. He came in and started going through my stuff. Broke my nails. He went out the side door with all my stuff. I think broke my nails means... I hope it's not like nails on her hand. I just had this image of him taking her like press on nails and going crack, crack, crack. Acrylic nails. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I hope they weren't like attached to her because that would be really violent. They I I know that this is like, oh, we talk about celebrities and it doesn't seem real and it's celebrity land and everything. But this is real. And in real situations where there's domestic violence constantly between a couple the children are taken away. Yeah. And I really do feel like they would be better off somewhere else. Yeah. Well, first I would say to them, go to your corners, a.k.a. different homes. The children are going to go with one of you. And if you can't figure that out and we still get called, you know, if we're still getting 911 calls in a week, then yes, we're going to, your children are going to have to go to your mom or they're going to have to be taken in by foster care, CPS or whatever the equivalent So until is. something like that happens, they're still going to do this. Yeah. That's why I just think, like, the fact that they didn't file a police report, like, all this is going down where they're allegedly leaving the house, driving away, pushing and shoving each other. At least find them for calling them for no reason or, I mean, someone needs to either, like, a lot of times, have you ever watched the show Cops? They arrest someone. Yeah. When you accuse somebody of doing something domestic, usually you file a report and they're arrested. Dawn, the only way we can get out of this story is by going to break and talking about Britney, which is what we're going to do one last time today. Oh, my God. Hurry up with the memoir. We'll be right back. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. Thank you for joining us. It is Friday afternoon, and we know you probably have a lot going on, so it really means a lot to us that you're here with us. And even if you're listening on the podcast later, Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you missed any of the show, you can always uh, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and download The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Now, there is so much coming out about Britney. It's just overwhelming because her memoir comes out on Tuesday. The woman in me. The woman in me. And... Uh, through that, we're getting so many little tidbits, and it's just, you know, you can't avoid it. So I wanted to bring up something that is getting Sherry Shepard in a lot of trouble. What? She was on Watch What How Happens Live. does Sherry Shepard have anything to do with Britney? Well, she does now. I just don't think that Sherry Shepard is aware of everything that Britney has gone through. Where's she been? I know. Well, sometimes you just don't pay attention to stuff. You just don't know. She can't know everything. Andy Cohen was asking Issa Rae and Sherry Shepard just his rapid fire questions at the end. Like, do you care about this or not? Issa Rae responded. And then Sherry Shepard chimes in about like, he's like, do you care about Britney's book that's coming out? That is what this clip is. 
That's where I'm going. Ooh. Cherry, do you give a damn? <laughs> I, not really, because how many chapters you gonna have? Crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh, and then Oh, gosh. Ooh, so, Sherry. anyway, people... Sounds are... like she does know, and she went there anyway. So, the Britney Army is really coming after her, um, and Issa Rae answered first, and what you didn't hear is that, you know, she did care, and she's going to read the book, um, because there's she's been dropping a lot of tea and excerpts that have already been released. Um, she said... She said that her ex-boyfriend, Justin Timberlake, cheated on her with another celebrity. Um, this is Issa Rae. And then Sherry Shepard made fun of that and said, another Mouseketeer? So here we are, again, making a comment that isn't great. And then, um, so I guess they all kind of like yelled at her. Um, and she said, I said, it. I mean, you heard it right there. So part of the problem <laughs> is that no one is taking Britney seriously and kind of blaming all of these things on her if you don't look deeper into why she's as troubled as she is. Like, we see her on Instagram twirling around and doing her dance videos with knives, and it's like, you know, I don't know why people don't understand, like, that what has happened in the past is affecting what is going on right now. I think to be clear, I think it's a, that a lot of people just don't pay attention. Like, you know, right. I, I do think Sherry Shepard knows better and I think she should, you know, she's a comedian and she probably knew the laugh that she was going to get because she, I think is aware that most people aren't as invested as we are. And the average, the average Britney fan, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if you've been following this story and if you've been a fan of Britney's and you've been following the post post-conservatorship time, you understand why it's problematic to just call her a crazy person or, you know, like even we poke fun at her in, in her twirling in her lobby, but it's, it's out of like, you know, just silliness and fun. It's not like she's crazy or there's something wrong with that lady. But I think for most people, that's where they're still at because mm. they weren't watching the documentaries. They weren't, you know, sort of doing the deep dives to understand and contemplate, oh, wow, I bet being under a conservatorship for the last 14 years, um, not of your own choosing, was really traumatic for you. Right. But I don't think most people, if you went out on the street, I'd be curious what people's reactions would be about Britney. That's a good point. You know, you have all these people that were the Britney army that really helped her get out of that conservatorship. Um, but then, you know, you've got the average everyday person isn't that passionate about it. Uh, and I would, I would say that she just hasn't done a deep dive on what has really gone on. It's just something that's there. And it's like, uh, but then again, like what's off limits? She is a comedian. So it's like, why is Britney untouchable? I'm just playing devil's advocate here. You know, there's so yeah, many I don't think situations. she's untouchable. I just think it seems like a really, it seems like a cheap shot. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I agree with you. I'm just saying when you reflect on like, OK, well, you can't talk about Britney and then give me the other list of things I can't say. You know, there's just some places that I think people shouldn't go. And maybe Britney to her doesn't fall within that, you know, like. Yeah, or limits. maybe she doesn't care. I mean, again, I think she knew that she was going to get a laugh. And, you know, I mean, she's a comedian. I'm not surprised. It's it's just it's disheartening when you do care and you have been paying attention to think like, oh, you could do better because I know like because trust go out in your own life and ask people about Britney. I bet you're it's not going to take you long before people have that reaction. One person 
said, her show is the kind of show you're forced to watch in the waiting room at a dentist's office. Ooh. I'd rather be crazy and fun than boring as hell. Well, yeah. Ooh, boy. Um, you, know, you go after Brittany in the comments and people are going to come for you, honey. Oh, and then another person said, what's crazy is thinking you can ever po- replace Wendy Williams. So they're really coming after yeah. her. And I do, look, I also respect Sherry Shepard and think that she had a hard, you know, she had hard shoes to fill. And she got a lot of crap because a lot of people did take it personal when she took over and didn't like the way that she did take over. But it's yeah. like, you guys, Wendy was on her own journey and Sherry, like, Sherry's Sherry success. Sherry stepped in and kept it on the air. Well, and even if Sherry just like saw a great opportunity, I mean, can you blame her? Like no. if somebody was going to take that job. Why wouldn't Sherry Shepard have the chance? And look, talk shows are hard to be successful at. So if she's yeah. not successful, it doesn't mean Sherry Shepard is not. Right. You know, well, you know, all I remember from that time period when Wendy was away is that Sherry filled in and then it was like she's the permanent host now. And everybody was thrilled at the time because. Everyone really liked Sherry Shepard. So I don't know what has actually happened to change their mind about that. Well, there were a lot of people at the time who were thought that she was just like, you know, bye and that she didn't sort of pay because there was a whole end of of the Wendy Williams show. So Wendy didn't get to end her show. Right. So Mm -hmm. Wendy went away kind of disappeared, didn't show up, and then it was like, will she, won't she, will she, won't she? Mm -hmm. And then they announced Sherry was going to take over. Well, at the end of what was Wendy's show that Sherry was still hosting, there was no, like, Wendy experience. And people were bummed because they wanted her to, like, can you have Wendy on? Can we do a Wendy tribute? And there was none of that. And I think that left a sour taste in the mouth of, like, ardent Wendy Williams fans. But at the same time, And I remember saying this at the time. I was like, what do you expect? Wendy Williams cannot do her show. That's not Sherry Shepard's fault. So, like, don't expect her to, to, you know, the fact that it was sad that Wendy couldn't fill out her or finish her own show. It's just sad. But it's not Sherry Shepard's fault. We have to remember, uh, it's not like Sherry Shepard was probably given the option, like, do you want to have her on or do you want a tribute to her? I mean, there are executive producers that say this is what we're doing. You know, we kind of forget who's behind the scenes. Well, and that was the other point of contention for a lot of people because it was the same production company and people felt like that production company turned on Wendy and was like, you're out. Like, bye, you can't show up. And she was like, I can still do my show. And people were like, I don't think you can. And so I think Sherry just got unnecessarily painted with the brush of that production company and their decisions. I think so, too. Uh, Another story that's out is, and I completely forgot about this part of Britney's life. She, in her memoir, uh, this is coming from Us Weekly, says that she did not know she was a paparazzo's mistress. I completely forgot that she dated this paparazzo, Adnan Ghalib. Mm, mm -hmm. And I look back at pictures of them. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. This is right in late 2007 when she divorced Kevin Federline. And somehow got hooked up and was hooking up with this guy. She liked him because she met him. This was in that one of the documentaries that he was always around and really helpful to her. And she was, you know, tired of getting like, there were some paparazzi who were being nice to her Mm -hmm. and he was one that was being nice. And then all of a sudden he just starts showing up and people are like, who's this guy? Well, apparently they had an incredibly hot relationship. Um, 
She was really struggling with depression, she says in the book, and longed for attention. And they had a very lustful relationship. Now, this is the same year that her dad, Jamie Spears, filed to put her in a conservatorship. This was during the, like, sort of climax of all the drama. She said, because I remember specifically them out and like, and he was trying to protect her out in public, and oh yeah, and she, you know, she wanted somebody who could protect her, and you know, again, she was not in the best, not at the high point of her life, and had a lot of people just swarming her. Mm, so yeah, and then Jamie really was nervous because here she is hanging out with these people that he doesn't have control over. And then she got he got restraining orders against some of them. Um, she felt like she became a robot, a, like a child robot, she said. Um, mm. And it's just, gosh, there's so much. Then she moved on with her former manager that she was engaged to, Jason Trawick. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I totally, this has just gone out the window for yeah, me. Well, it's all going to come back to you because we'll be getting it on Tuesday and it's full detail and glory. Thank God, finally. I wonder if that means I'm going to, if they're going to mail it to me on Tuesday and I'll get it because I'm getting a physical copy. I've never like ordered. I'm sure you'll get it on Tuesday or really quickly thereafter. They will ship them before Tuesday. I am almost positive. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got to finish Julia Fox memoir before that. Do that. Uh, But we are going to start reading on Tuesday. So if you are interested in following along, we're going to have our not a book club. That'll start on Tuesday. We'll have a special guest join us on Wednesday who uh, essentially is equally, if not, I would say much more obsessed with Brittany in a good way than we are, uh, who will join us later in the week. And um, gosh, I have to go get the week. thing. You have to go get what thing? You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got. Do you want to do that right now? Yeah. All right. When we come back, okay. uh, we got a little something special. We'll be right back. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. Oh, my gosh. It is Friday afternoon, and we're just so happy that you're here with us. We hope you're having a good Friday. And we know that our very favorite producer, Mike... It's going to be gone on Monday. He's going to be gone. Yes. On Monday for a very special reason. And that reason is he's having a baby. No. Oh my God, Dawn. We're supposed to talk about that on the air. It's going to be his birthday, Dawn. Bring it over. Mike, I know we normally do a game. We'll get to it in a second. It's okay. Before we let you go for the weekend and then you're off on Monday, which was our first gift to you. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate that. You actually schedule it yourself. Oh, wow. We have brought you something you. special to honor your special day. My goodness. It's our first time as a show having a birthday, right? Yeah. And Don and I decided to get you a little something special in addition to the Taco Bell lunch that yes. we <laughs> Thank you so just splurged on for you. Uh, Don, do you want to tell them? Or actually, Mike, what are yeah. you looking at? You I'm looking at a big got? box and a card. Yeah. So, you don't have to open the card yet, yeah, but I'll open, open the, the box. box. Yeah. Oh, What's in the box? my goodness. I hope that that is the flavor that you like. Oh. 
That looks amazing. It okay. is a beautiful, large bunt cake. Yeah. Chocolate with all of the frosting on it. It is magnificent. I hope you like a bunt cake. I do. There's I nothing better than bunt cake. Yeah, a bunt cake. It's chocolate with chocolate chips in it. Oh, my goodness. So I can't like wait chocolate. to dig into that. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. And my um, Sarah, I almost said my girlfriend. My wife um, loves Aww. making mini bunt, mini bunt cakes. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's one of her favorite things to do. Well, so. now Aww. you can just have a big now ass bunt. have a big one. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Just for the two of you, splurge. Enjoy thank you and so, thank you so for all much. your hard of work. And there's a, awesome. a check for a brand new car Ooh. in that card. <laughs> love Only it. there's a matchbox <laughs> card. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's awesome. Thank oh, you so much, guys. No That's... problem. No, we really you. love you. Well, we, I mean, you. I just well. can't believe how lucky we are to have you as our producer. <laughs> well, I'm totally serious when I say that. It's now, just, I appreciate that. Yeah. Get to work. All right. Oh. Let's, Let's play, play a game. game. We have a game. Time now to play along. It's game. And you're just gone Monday, right? Just Monday. You can't have. You've gone too Nope, just Monday, and then I'll be uh, be back. But, <laughs> All uh, right. Let's play a game today. Yes. Of course, on Fridays, we play games together as uh, one big happy family. Yay. We'll find out what game that's going to be as we spin the wheel. It is going to land right yeah. there. Oh. Of our Friday favorites. I just choked on my coffee. Ooh. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, well, if you need to step outside for a second, one <laughs> right. of the two you need to step outside step because outside we are call. playing the Family Feud. Okay. Fast money round. The two of you are going to try to get to 200 points. And if you do, you're going to go home with a brand new car or $5,000 or oh, okay, sure. not actually one of those okay, things. But nothing. that's what we're going to play today. Are you ready? Dawn. I am ready. Let's get it started then. Again, we've asked 100 people these questions. Rapid fire answer these as we go through them. Here's your first question. Name someone whose job it is to help people make difficult decisions. Oh, uh, marriage counselor. Name something little boys want to be when they grow up. A policeman. What's a beverage that tastes terrible when it's lukewarm? Ooh, a beer. During the game of hide and seek, where's the best place in the house to hide? The closet. What was the last reason you got a traffic ticket? Um, speeding. All right. Some <laughs> great answers there. Let's run through them. We'll start with the first one. You said the question was name someone whose job it is to prom- or to uh, help people make difficult decisions. Oh. You said marriage counselor. <laughs> yeah. Is marriage counselor on the board? It absolutely oh, is. And it's God. also the number one answer. It is? Yes, it is. <gasps> Off to a fantastic start. Ooh. 24 points on that nice. first one. Let's move to the second one. Name something little boys want to be when they grow up. You said policeman. Is policeman on the board? It's the number three answer. Ah. Nine points. Okay. Very good. Very good. Let's move on to the next one. What's a beverage that tastes terrible when it's lukewarm? You said beer. Is beer up there? Survey says... That, too, is the number, number one, one answer. So far, you got two out of three number one answers, Don. All right. And Fantastic. how many points so, for that one? 32. Okay. So you're up to 65 wow. total. Uh, we still got two more to go. During a game of hide and seek, where is the best place in a house to hide? You said closet. <laughs> what if I told you it's yet again the number <gasps> one answer? Because it is 53 on that oh one gosh, alone. Oh, my 53. You're up to 118 points. Wow. You're going to leave no good answers for Bradley. We'll see how you guys can do as we go to our final one. What was the reason you got your last speeding ticket, or excuse me, your your last traffic ticket? You did say speeding. And what did our audience have to say? Yeah. 
That's the number one answer as well. Whoa. Four out of five number one answers wow. for Don. You have 163 points. Wow. Okay. Well, Your if he even partner, gets a few number twos, I think we're we're in good shape. Yeah, you only need 37 points to finish it off. Okay. Uh, go ahead and grab your partner from that soundproof booth that he is currently sitting in. Yes. Bradley's returning from the soundproof booth. Yes, he is. Oh my gosh! What are what? you are you ready to hear how oh, well your partner okay. did? Did you do well? <laughs> okay, there were five answers. You, okay. you know how the fast money round works. Yeah. Our last one, five answers. She got four number ones. Whoa! She oh my gosh, that's awesome. One hundred and sixty-three points. Pew, pew. You only need thirty-seven Piece points. Now here's the thing: if you hear this sound. That means you've repeated one of her number one answers, okay, which, which I might, might do four times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll find out and see how well you can do. If you All hear right. that sound, I need another quick answer you from it. you. Let's run through it here. It's Family Feud, Fast Money Round, trying to get to that 200 mark. And you guys already have Let's 163. Do it! We'll start with this first one. Name someone whose job it is to help people make difficult decisions. <sighs> Lawyer. Uh, name something little boys want to be when they grow up. Fireman. What's a beverage that tastes terrible when it's lukewarm? Uh, milk. During a game of hide and seek, where's the best place in a house to hide? Closet. Uh, attic. One, what is the reason you got your last traffic ticket? Uh, expired tabs. All right. Some Ooh. great answers there. I'm assuming you, you said speeding. You only repeated speeding. one. Yes. 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 You only repeated. I tried not to do like the most obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good Smart. job. Smart. You got through there. Let's run through these. Uh, as you, Again, you only need 37 points to get the win today. Uh, our first question, name someone whose job it is to help, make, help people make difficult decisions. You said lawyer. Is lawyer on the board? It absolutely is. That's worth 19 points. Ooh, okay. You are All now right. just 18 points away. Halfway the way, there. Dawn did have the number one answer. Uh, she said marriage counselor. Oh, sure. Counselor yeah. was number one. Doctor, number two. Mm. Lawyer, three. Clergy was fourth. And judge, mm. fifth. Mm. Those were the top five answers <laughs> there. Let's move on to the next one. Name something little boys want to be when they grow up. You said fireman. Dawn said policeman. That was worth nine. Is fireman then up on the board and perhaps worth more than 18 oh, sure points? Is. Survey says it absolutely is. You yeah! guys are the winners today. Oh Nicely my gosh. done. That was the number one answer. Number oh, cool. one, yeah. 43 points. 43 points. You Nailed it. You completely flew by that 200 mark. You're at 225 and you still got three answers to go. Can we just do the other answers for fun? Of course we will. Uh, What's a beverage that tastes terrible when it's lukewarm? Dawn did get this number one answer. She said beer. Oh, yeah, for sure. that was number one. You said milk. That's so good, though. Milk was a bad choice. Why? No, it was a great choice, but I was just repeating the line from Anchorman. While I was standing on the side of the street yelling that milk was a bad choice. Uh, That's 14 points there. That was the number four answer. Nicely done. You could have also said uh, soda was the number two answer. that's a good answer, too. Coffee was number three, and lemonade, number five. Yeah, none of those taste very good. Uh, We'll go to the next one. During a game of hide-and-seek, where's the best place in the house to hide? You said attic. Survey says... And you also, on what is the reason you got your last traffic ticket, you said expired tabs. Survey says... 
It's really a good thing oh. you guys did well in the first oh ones because those last two were zero. Uh, closet was the number one spot for hide and seek. Under the bed, second. Oh, the Behind bed. the couch was up there, and under a table was oh, also so an answer. Like rooms. No. Got it. <laughs> and then uh, what was last reason you got a ticket? Don had the number one answer of speeding. Parking was next. Oh. Ran a red light Broken and then light? ran a stop sign. Oh, okay. they got real specific there between running Jeez. a red light and running a stop hey, sign. But you guys win. It doesn't matter because we won. You did. Oh. We're gonna spend all that money this weekend on Mm -hmm. Timu. (laughs) Get it? That's right. Uh, Get the whole site for five thousand dollars. I know. Basically, I wonder how much it would cost to buy literally the whole (laughs) site. Oh my god! I'll take one of everything. Uh, Is there a one of for everything? But then, what if you have to get colors because they have like oh god, they usually have like ten different colors for sure. Man. Um, Okay, you guys, we have had a long ass week of celebrity gossip. Mm. What have we learned this week? Oh, I love how you're doing this. This is like Jerry I mean, Springer you know, at the end of it. Yeah. it it's, it's a time to reflect, especially at the end of the week. Oh, my gosh. I would say um, be careful who you marry. Yeah. <laughs> and um, don't call the cops when you shouldn't. <sighs> and also don't give the tabloids an advanced copy of your book because they're going to spoil <laughs> everything. Yeah, just do an interview. Oh. <sighs> Why couldn't she do an interview? With somebody super easy to do an interview I just with. don't want people to make all these headlines that no one then is going to read the book. She should have done an interview with Drew Barrymore. That's gonna, the easiest interview to that's do. That's true. Is that what you were going to say? No, Elmo. Oh. She should have done <laughs> an Elmo. interview with Elmo. <laughs> Elmo. Oh, you your book. That would have been Tell a great. Tell me about your book. I like your book. Okay, uh, Mike. Yeah. Free happy birthday. Thank you so much. We'll see you on Tuesday. Leah's in for you on Monday, right? She is, yeah. And Dawn. We got to be back here on Monday, so let's go get some sleep. Let's relax. Let's recharge our pop culture muscles. Uh, when we come back on Monday, we are very excited because Brittany's memoir is just around the corner. Up next, though, Lori and Julia. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.